Hey friends, thank you for pressing play and tuning into Women in Transition. I am your host, Tia Davidson, and you're invited to join me every week for transparent storytelling about life, love, and business. Get ready to laugh, to feel inspired, and challenged to get out of your comfort zone. We are all adjusting to this world of perfection experts doing it for the gram, when in real life, we're just out here trying to figure out what to do and how to do it. Hang on to our adult relationships, find the balance between side hustle and nine to five, and adjust to our new identities in marriage and parenthood. Each episode, I will help you see the growth and possibility in what's next. Are you in position for the next transition? Let's get into the show. All right, welcome back to Women in Transition with Tia Davidson. I am your host, and today I have a very special guest joining me by the name of Z Davis, aka the queen behind Crowned Affirmations, an album for women who are chasing their dreams and need a little help speaking positive present tense declarations over their life. She's the beautiful voice you hear before starting and ending every episode on this podcast and you can download her album on itunes today to get the full song called belief which plays in the beginning and the end of this podcast if you don't know her from her beautiful singing voice you may know z from being the memphis makeup maven who teaches makeup beginners how to do their own makeup like a pro through her program called better than youtube university z the MUA is actually how I met Z. We'll get into it. And now I know Z as a friend, as an inspiration, a woman of God, and a fellow creative hustler from Memphis who I admire from afar and who is doing amazing things. I am so proud of her and everything she's doing right now. But I also know Z as a woman in transition. Please tell the people who you are as a woman in transition. Thank you so much, Tia, for having me. You know, we have tons of fun, tons of laughs. So I'm looking forward to just conversing with you uh, on this topic. As a woman in transition, um, first of all, I am about to celebrate a huge birthday. So when I think of myself, you know, spiritually, you know, I'm transitioning um, into the woman I've always wanted to be, just as a healed person, as a healthy person. Um, and as somebody who is more forward thinking now than any time ever, uh, one thing that I always pray for is wisdom. Um, so I found myself, you know, at, in the beginning, just being um, a grinder, somebody who works super hard. And now I'm transitioning to somebody who works really smart. Um, and so with that, that just means being a good steward over my finances, being a good steward as a leader. Um, and so that kind of sums up who I am you know, at the core as a woman in transition. Yes, I love that. <laughs> I love the way you put that together. Yes. Thank okay. you. Well, to let the people in on how we met, I met you because I was going to Memphis for my 10-year class reunion. I think that was the first time you did my makeup. Usually, I'm like, why would I have needed a makeup artist? But I needed a makeup artist for that class reunion. 
And my makeup artist here in Dallas recommended you to me. And I was so afraid because she's only, she's been the only person I've ever let do my makeup. And so I remember coming in and kind of like trying to like guide you into the whole like all right i don't like my eyebrows like this like you just like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, like girl yes, i know what i'm doing so uh <laughs> but thank you for telling me uh <laughs> and i just remember i just felt like i just felt like you were just painting on my face and i was just like is she doing anything like i this is not the usual steps like what is happening and then girl you put that mirror on me and i was like whoa what ah oh, all the worries went out the window it was just like such a good experience you were such an inviting person we had good conversation it was my first time meeting you and just listening to you talk about all the things that you were working on and you know we got into some conversations and i could relate to everything that you were talking about i was like oh you're gonna be more than an mua girl like <laughs> you're gonna be my friend like i need you in my life i remember that i re i remember that i remember the the warmth in the room you know right. when we were together and it was like i wasn't ready for you to leave because we yes. was like we're not done yet we yes. just <laughs> yes and, and that's literally how it's been like but whenever i come home i make sure i make an appointment with you and we have at least one session because i'm like i need that time because i know you be busy girl you you know you got jobs <laughs> things and i just be trying to catch you and and now to have you in on this platform and really get to like have a conversation and get to know you even more you know than what the things that i know and and to learn your story and how you know all of this comes about i'm just so excited and i want the listeners to know that as you're talking and sharing things i'm also learning these things about you and i'm just so excited okay <laughs> so <laughs> let's get into how you became a makeup artist and why you started so i in the beginning i used to model and as a model we did not have a makeup artist behind the scenes who would do our makeup because honey we were just modeling locally so we didn't have all of the fancy stuff that you see on tv with models when they're backstage with tons of different makeup artists that wasn't our case so we had to learn how to do makeup on our own and i just end up being the girl that can do eyeshadow better than everybody else mm -hmm. so people would ask you know hey z can you do my eyes before the show and it was no problem until one show i saw that there was there were a few makeup artists standing around and they were working and they the work that they produced just wasn't good <laughs> you knew i was like if sis can get paid for that then i sure can get paid for the skill that i have and it was from that specific day forward i remember whose fashion show it was i remember where i was I remember whose makeup I went to the bathroom to do. The next day, I was on top of my research trying to figure out, you know, what do I need to add to my kit? How do I become a makeup artist? So I became a makeup artist just to do something fun. It wasn't um, intended to be a career. It wasn't intended to be, you know, my life goal, but it turned into that after um, I didn't get the job I was expecting after college. So I graduated with two 
bachelor's degrees, even graduated with honors. I interned for a company throughout college for three years. And even after that, you know, they didn't offer me a job. So I was kind of heartbroken. And I just decided that I wasn't going to go and go on a job hunt. Um, thankfully, my mom opened a business which had nothing to do with anything that I could you know, did, but she opened a new business and I was already kind of doing work for her anyway. And I just asked if I could come work with her. Um, and she allowed me the opportunity to work with her. But the blessing in that was I was able to have flexibility where I would get my work done with her. And she didn't mind if I came in late because I had a client or she didn't mind if I left early because I had a client. And sometimes I would even take a client in the office and she didn't mind that because she respected and understood um, the nuances of entrepreneurship and how much of a hustle it is. So that's kind of how I became a makeup artist. And eventually I was able to go full time. I've been full time for about four years now. Um, and yeah, it was, it started there. Oh my gosh. I, um, also just learned something about you with the modeling thing. And before we started recording, you were telling me that you auditioned for America's Next Top Model. And <laughs> I keep wanting to talk about you. You, you just broke my heart a little bit when you like, it's not that deep, but <laughs> you don't know, girl. Like I used to really think I was going to be America's Next Top Model. Like all throughout high school, you know how you sign people's yearbooks. I was signing my name as America's Next Top Model. Like Facebook, I was Tia Top Model Johnson, like top model, top model, everything. So how was that experience? It was really cool. I auditioned two times. Um, the first time I went to, I actually went to St. Louis to audition and I ended up being in the top whatever. I don't know if it was top 50 or whatever it was. And you had to get votes in order to move to the next round. But I didn't get enough votes. Um, is I'm five, seven. So they kind of considered me more so on the short end. Um, but I felt like my strong, my strongest asset was that I was a great walk. Like I could walk, like that was my thing, a runway walk. I could kill it, you know? Um, and it was great. It was a great experience, but it wasn't anything that I put my full faith and hope in. Like I wasn't signing the people's yearbooks. Saying that right. Was, <laughs> <laughs> you weren't doing what I was doing. doing nah. With uh, like this is what I'm gonna do. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, that's still good to know because even with you modeling, that modeling experience kind of led you to this new skill um, that you had that you now have as a makeup artist. Skills right, right. Because you talented girl. You Thank know you. How to do a thing. So when you were, um, you say you did, you know, research and you were figuring out what kind of tools you needed to have to become a makeup artist, like, where did you go to find these tools? Did you have like a mentor? Were you on YouTube and Google? Like, how did you gain the skills that you have um, of being a makeup artist and even taking it a step further? Because you are not just a makeup artist, okay? <laughs> You do your own branding. You come up with your own concepts and everything. So when you first started, you know, as a makeup artist and to actually get clients, were these girls that modeled with you? Like, how did you, how did that even all come about? So I was really blessed to kind of be, um, to have, not necessarily to be in 
to be in the right environment, but it first started with my mind. You know, in my mind, I knew that I could use, I was, I'm the type of person to use what I have. Um, and so I had access to a lot of girls because we all modeled together. So I could practice on them. I even started teaching classes to them when we would have practice. So we would switch up some days where we would do runway, some days we would do acting. Next day we may do um, makeup classes and I would lead those makeup classes. So I got a lot of my grounding and practice um, in the modeling realm. And that was a huge and tremendous blessing. But when it came to research, baby, <laughs> look, God and Google got me through. And YouTube University, I listen, I am not a damsel in distress. If it's something that I want to know, then I will find out. I will research until I can't research anymore. And at that time, you know, um, a lot of classes were just now starting to get popular. I went to some local makeup artist classes here in the city. They even had a glam cruise where we went to Jamaica and we got a chance to get on a boat and learn from a lot of these um, Instagram. They were Instagram famous then, you know, Instagram famous artists who were doing these celebrities and all of that. And I got a chance to connect and become friends with a lot of um, major makeup artists out there and so I had them to glean from some of those relationships are still standing and some are not but those were great seasons in my life that I used to help me to progress my artistry so yeah I just used what I had I had to use what was in front of me girl yes girl I understand that and you, you mentioned like you went to school you didn't get the job that you wanted to get what were you originally like where did you originally see yourself girl I didn't see anything <laughs> the vision was the vision was cloudy all I had was my mom's voice in my head that was saying go to school graduate get a good job when you come out you can be making x amount of dollars you know in her head that was the perfect path for me and so that's all I had to go on I didn't know what exactly I wanted to do. I knew that I enjoyed the last department I worked in because um, I was working in corporate America doing this during doing the internship. And I knew I enjoyed training and development. It was a, a section of HR. I created some online trainings um, during that time period and it was real bootlegging. <laughs> Trust me when I say, because we didn't have the software to do this, I had to use, again, use the tools that I had in front of me. Um, and even that training was rolled out to over 500 stores, but I knew I enjoyed that and I was okay if that was my position then. But child, I ain't had no vision. <laughs> that's, that's a word, that's a word, not having a vision because I feel like to me, myself, the same thing. I went to school, you know, for psychology and thought I was going to be like a family therapist. And then I was like, I got to go back to school because ain't nobody trying to hire me because I don't have five years of experience. What? Like, no, I didn't know what I was going to do after that because I had, again, my mom's voice in my head about going to school because I was a first generational uh, college student and all of that. So wanted to achieve that goal and then I was like <laughs> all right now what you know right. and we we share that in common and so not have when we talk about not having a vision but kind of eventually developing a plan of our own plan 
but then to have that plan derailed because God has a plan. I want to definitely touch on that because um, even asking you to be on this show, you know, I had a little moment on Sunday. (laughs) (laughs) Had a little moment, guys. And basically, I was asking you to be on the podcast and out of nowhere just got really emotional because i was telling you why i was doing the podcast and why i needed you to be a guest on the podcast and got emotional because in that moment of me talking i not only had just finished watch watching a whole sermon on church about how dreams ain't canceled and how Mm -hmm. god has a plan for you you had a plan it's gotten derailed because life happens and you know god moving you to do something else and not that that even had any correlation of how I felt in that moment talking to you on that phone but when I was talking to you and explaining to you about the podcast I realized that I never even got a moment to kind of like think about why I was doing this podcast Mm -hmm. and then when I was recalling this moment that me and you had that we'll definitely get into that I realized that I was I am currently in a situation where God has put it on my heart to reach out to you for this podcast. I had no idea I was going to even have, you know, guests. I thought it was going to be me at first and then, you know, eventually like start trickling people in. But it was like, no, contact this person. This is what you need to talk about, you know, like that. And so I just got so emotional because, again, I felt crazy because I didn't even really know what to say to you of why you know why but I just knew that God was telling me to call you and tell you you know to be on this podcast and so I also remember when I asked you to when I asked to use your song on this podcast I first asked could you write me a song for the (laughs) (laughs) for the podcast I was like sis no nah like that that came from God like I don't got nothing to do with that and I was like huh like you know that's I mean and that's real and that's true so I definitely want to talk about how you went from MUA which you still are to crown affirmations and what how did that even happen why did you do it and you know give us a little backstory to that okay so about I would say four years into uh, makeup artistry, which was around the same time that I actually went full time um, into makeup artistry. I started an empowerment movement called Rock Your Crown. Mm -hmm. And Rock Your Crown was a brunch that inspired women to dream like never before. I would have so many women in my chair that would look at me and say, oh my God, you're living your dreams. And in the back of my head, first I'm trying to figure out, am I really living my dream? And then two, why aren't you, you know, what's the difference between me and you, the reason why you can't do what you want to do, but it was because their perspective was so limited, their um, environment, the friends that they had or the people feeding into them, you know, it was limited to just being okay with where they were. And so I wanted this brunch and this movement to empower women to dream beyond where they are and at first it was really entrepreneurship driven but it ended up just kind of growing into something that was just life driven all all in all um and then i began to start adopting affirmations as something that would be a tool 
to keep pushing and motivating me to get what I needed done, to kind of pump myself up, to let myself know that, hey, you're worthy, you're valuable, you're necessary, you're needed, necessary, needed, just same thing. But anyway, those affirmations really helped me and either I would write them down and the album actually started as a voice recording on my phone. Oh, wow. So I would record them on my phone and just kind of listen to it. And I was like, uh, okay. Then I would look it up on Spotify, little Spotify. And they were all so boring. When I say like, child, I was like, well, just put me to sleep already then. <laughs> you know, and I said, I need something that is different. Something that's behind some good music that I like. You know, something that I can bounce to and kind of get in my system and not put me to sleep. And so <laughs> I started and found some um, music, but it was just real commercial-like. And then it wasn't until a year later that I revisited, you know, that and said, you know what, it's an album. And God started downloading lyrics. He helped me to find the beats. Um, it, it just all kind of came together. Uh, my my friend put me in a studio. I had another friend to come and do help me to arrange background vocals, and so it just all kind of came together. And even though it even though it wasn't makeup, it was me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had put out the the empowerment movement, and the affirmations was just an extension of that, and it was me, and it's still me today. Anything that I do there's going to be affirmations involved. When I teach, before I teach, we have to say affirmations <laughs> before we even get started. So that's how Crowned Affirmations was birthed. Oh my gosh. I, I listen to it all the time. And I literally, um, my friend slash hairstylist came over here yesterday to bring my birthday hair. Yeah, and, and she was like, I was telling her that I was recording with you because I was telling her about my day on Sunday, and she was like, Z, and then she was like, because she was like, she was wondering like, how many Z's are they? She was like, I listened to that album, and I was like, did you know her? Do you know her? Like, do you follow her on Instagram and stuff? She was like, no, I just I listen to that album all the time, and and we, I just laughed. I was like, I have to tell her that. And it's, it's, it's timeless. Like it's not, you know, it's been what, has it been two years? It has, it, November will make three. Okay. Yeah. Cause I was like, it's about to be like, it's been around for a long time. And so I still listen to it. Everybody else is still listening to it. It's nothing that's like dated. I feel like I'll be listening to this still five years from now, honestly. And I hope so, just in case I don't put out another album. Okay, either way, either <laughs> way, I'll be listening to the new and the old, okay? Um, <laughs> for sure. But I know just watching you from, like, social media, like I said, I'm, I'm just, you know, admiring you from afar. Um, and I noticed that this opportunity really brought you to some some things that maybe you didn't even realize that you could do, that you would do, brought you places that you probably didn't even think you would be. And so I definitely want you to talk about that a little bit and what that experience taught you about yourself and how and what this album has taught you about women in general. Listen, crowned affirmations, anytime I am invited to um, speak or invited to sing, 
and I posted, I always put, I never thought that crown affirmations would take me this far. Yes. I never thought that an album of affirmations would put me on the stage in Atlanta for Luda Day in the park. Never thought that it would put me on the stage in Atlanta for um, a, a curvy conference. And I'm the smallest thing in there, okay? <laughs> I never thought that I would be in Houston, you know, singing in front of an empowerment um, workshop. Never thought these things, um, never thought that I would be in Tokyo, yes. singing in front of, in, in a room of entrepreneurs. Never thought. And I am just realizing that no matter what the status or what the appearance looks like as a woman, like when you see another woman and she may look like she got it going on here, or you see somebody who may look like they're very successful in business or they're just starting a business, we all need the same thing. And that is encouragement, that is empowerment, that is motivation. It doesn't matter what level you are on, we all have the same wave of life. It's gonna be ups, it's gonna be downs. It's just more money, more problems. That's it. Yes. So I'm learning. I've learned about other women that we're all the same and we need that encouragement. But as far as myself, I learned to listen to the things that keep me up at night. If I can't shake something and let it go and I'm, I'm on a creative wave, I ride that wave until I cannot anymore. So this album, even though it took me in spurts, probably like two and a half years to get done, when I was on that creative wave, it took me probably two and a half days Wow! To, to finish it and put it together. Things I didn't know how to do. I thank God for my brother who, he does music. So he was able to kind of lead me through the process of how to get it on Spotify, get it on iTunes, all of those things. It was almost like everything was just kind of falling in place. Um, yeah, I'm surrounded by people who love music. So there's always someone who has a studio, someone who can master and mix it. So all of these things I've been singing um, since I was little. You know, I sang in the angel choir at the church. So, oh. and I make up a song to anything at the drop of the night. <laughs> so it just all worked together for the good. Yes. For of, the good. of me who loves yes. the Lord. Okay. Yes. So it, it just came together. I really don't have any other explanation. I know, I know. It's like, but what was what did the process look like for you when God made it clear to you that this was something He wanted you to do? Were you like, nah, fam? Are you are you sure? Is this what is this what you want me to do? When He was bringing these affirmations to you and things, what made you take those affirmations to like the whole process of turning this idea? of something that you needed for yourself to this whole project to also empower and uplift other women. Cause you know, other people, you know, someone out there may be, you know, having a list of affirmations as well, but the fact that you took it a whole step further, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just curious to know like what that process was because like I just shared about me and the plan versus my plan versus God's plan. I'm just like, eh, are you sure? Let's let me just wait and just try that again. Were you just like, no, nah, I'm finna do it, or were you like, I don't know? Is well, it was two. It, it's always two phases to it, um, and there's psychology behind this. 
um, but I don't know the correct terms to name it, but it's basically when you have an idea, there's different levels of excitement and then different levels of doubt that you have. So initially, I was super excited. I was hyped because I'm like, this, this is bumping, man. Like, this is good. <laughs> even, even now, when I go back and listen to um, the songs, because at this point, I'm kind of tired of hearing myself talk, <laughs> hearing myself sing. <laughs> So every now and then I'll put on the song and I'll be like, dang, that joint is bumping. Yay. You know what I mean? Yay. <laughs> so I I was really, really excited about creative because the ideas just kept coming and coming and coming. Yeah. And so when it was actually time to introduce it, because I introduced the first song at a Rock Your Crown brunch, I was nervous because now it's like, here's my baby my creative juices that i have to allow somebody else to taste yes they may or may not like it they may or may not accept it but i knew that what i put into this music what i put into this album it was me it was me and i know that i have a tribe who rocks with me and we can vibe on instagram i may post a song they'd be like dang i was just listening to that song or, you know, they may see me worshiping their church. They're like, oh, what song is that? Or what church do you go to? So I know that I have a tribe or a community, you know, where we're like-minded. And so when they hear a little bounce in it, you know, they can bounce too. Because yeah. that's what they like to vibe to as well. But I made this for me. Yeah. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, I didn't know that it would go that far. I made it for me out of obedience to God and just shared it with the world. But there was excitement in the beginning and then just natural fear of somebody judging, you know, my creativity. Yeah. Well, what have you learned about yourself following God blindly and not knowing the why? I know this was something that we kind of touched on. You even sent me this podcast that I definitely listened to today. And it was so ironic because I felt like that was me talking to me. Okay. Yeah. Like I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like the issue just posted this on Monday. I was like, Oh my gosh, I was just talking to Z about this. And like with your experience, what have you learned about yourself following God blindly and not knowing why? So God has a track record. You know, there are things that whether we were seeking God or not, he has come through, baby. (laughs) He has covered, he has protected, he has produced, he has flourished when, when I didn't even know, you know, that I needed to lean on him or depend on him. There are some things that I have done without intentionally following God. So Mm -hmm. I personally was blind to the fact that I needed to be more intentional about following him. And with his track record, he has done great things after great things after great things after great things. And now I know, and what I've learned is that if I just go for God, then everything gonna be okay. Like go for impact, not my own agenda, even before I teach, before I, before I even got on this podcast, Lord, move me out the way. Whatever yeah. it is that you would have me to say, help me to say it and say it with power. Help me to help somebody else because it's not about me. I am sent. Once you know who you are in Christ, 
And that's kind of what I'm learning. I'm just a vessel. Mm-hmm. That's it. I am just a empty. I'm I'm this cup right here. <laughs> that's it. He gonna pour in what he needs to pour yes. in. He gonna allow me to pour out whatever it is that needs to be poured out. And so, for me, I'm I am nothing. I am nothing without him. Like absolutely yes. nothing. Yes, I think that's very important to share because you know we live in the world of social media where people you know out here just think when they see you on social media and they see all the things that you're doing they you know they're really thinking about skill like what and and like you can really pass what you have on to them so that they can you know have the same thing that you have going on and when I try to express that to people about how it's not me like this is not me and really try because you know people have different religions people different faiths you know they everybody's in a different uh space when it comes to stuff like that but i'm like that's it like i don't even know what else to tell you like i mean yeah you can google like i can i can tell you what i did but it may or may not have the same impact because I got the support of God. I have him leading me into, you know, everything that I'm doing. And so, and I really don't even know what I'm doing again, blind (laughs) faith. Like I'm just trusting him to make a way out of no way and figure this thing on out. And that's really what you have to do. So I'm glad you said that. And speaking of skills and passion and you know purpose and things like that I remember when I I think this was probably like the second time I I came to get my makeup done from you Mm -hmm. and we had a conversation and I this was the thing that I was telling you on the phone and I started crying about because and I still don't know why but we were talking about the difference between passion, your gift, your talent, your purpose, and your skill, because um, people use those things interchangeably, like they're the same thing. But, you know, just because you're gifted doesn't mean that's your purpose or that you should be doing whatever you're gifted in. And just because you have the talent or skill doesn't mean you're going to be passionate to do what you are you know what you have the the skill and talent in yourself and it's and i even thought about the whole thing of you know those who can't or won't teach mm-hmm. and so it's like i feel like me personally my mom is always giving me suggestions on more things that i could be doing okay and mm-hmm. i'm like that ain't my thing though that ain't my thing i can't i'm not gonna do that i can she's like but you can but i can but i i'm not gonna do that because that's not what makes me happy so when you even talked about the album and you like uh oh you know no i'm not a songwriter and all of that like that came from god it kind of reminded me of this conversation we had and and you having that conversation with me because I was one of those people in your chair, uh, confused about what I wanted to do next. You know, I'm good at content, helping people with their websites and things like that, but I don't want to be the one to actually do it. I want Mm -hmm. to teach people how to do it. And I think we were even talking about you and with the whole makeup thing, I think you kind of wanted to start teaching people how to do their own makeup and not just be the makeup artist all the time. So 
I'm saying that so we can segue into the whole Better Than YouTube University and what inspired you to teach women how to do their own makeup and also your little spill on what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, child. So I'm going to go back to just talking about um, what I call the TGP effect. And so TGP, T is for talent, G is for gifts, and then P is for passion. And they're all three different things. And so this is kind of what I was sharing with you um, in the chair is that your talent is something that you have learned. These are learned skills. I am talented at creating a website because I had to learn that skill. I'm talented at doing my own graphics because I had to learn that skill. I'm talented at maybe playing the piano because I had to sit down and learn how to play the piano versus a gift my uncle um he could hear music and put his fingers to the keyboard and play exactly what he heard now that's a gift because he didn't have to learn how to do that it just oozes out of him um let me go back and tell you that my talent is doing makeup i had to learn how to do makeup but my gift is something that i do without thinking about it Mm -hmm. i am creative by nature Mm-hmm. I am um, able to see symmetry. I can tell when one eyebrow is, you know, lean and one is higher than the other one, or you know, when something is uneven, because I am gifted with the eye to do that. And so, those are my gifts. There are some people who never meet a stranger, and their gift is in connection. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to try. Nobody has to tell them to do that. And then your passion, which is the P. Your passion can be positive or it can have a negative connotation. You can be passionate about something um, that's positive. So maybe you're passionate about um, singing. That doesn't mean you're talented at it, but you're really excited about singing. You love karaoke. You love going to concerts. You're passionate about that. Or you can be passionate about um, maybe Black Lives Matter. Mm. Um, You can be passionate about maybe you um, can't stand when you know, kids can't talk or something like, you know, you can be passionate about different things and they could be negative or positive. But the, the part that you have to figure out is how those things work together. Yes. And so you use what you have and you incorporate your gift. So Mm -hmm. I used my skills that I was learning as a makeup artist and I incorporated my gift of women empowerment it oozes out of me to motivate and uplift and inspire and ask questions and encourage and challenge your perspective and go deep into psychology about why you feel this way versus this way. Or have you ever thought that oozes out of me? So here's my talent of doing makeup. And now I can take those women in my chair and implement my gift to uplift, motivate and inspire them. And my passion, I'm passionate about that too. Yeah. I'm super passionate about, um, women winning like that is a that's a good thing (laughs) like we need to win so I'm passionate about that and it just I just thank God that it all worked together um I'm also passionate about teaching and so I love to teach even when I was little I would set up my teddy bears in the room you know I would have my rule I would whoop the dolls everything (laughs) (laughs) I was that teacher because that's the era that we grew up in. Okay. Yes. yes. So 
I was passionate about, been passionate about teaching for a long time. Like I said, when I was modeling, I would teach makeup then, but I was also teaching runway. I've always been a natural um, leader. So I knew that, like I told you in the beginning, I am transitioning into a different phase of my life where I don't want to stand up all Saturday long doing makeup, you know? Yeah, I want a family and when I have a family I don't want to have my baby on my hip or I have to you know I want my I want my freedom to be with my family you know as I'm thinking about that phase of my life mm-hmm. I want my freedom in the area so I have to lean on another side of what I can do which I'm passionate about teaching and so that's where better than YouTube um the platform was birthed better than YouTube was birthed um right in maybe May 2019 and I created it because I wanted a place that everyday women could come and understand the basics of makeup. Mm -hmm. There are so many platforms that cater to the makeup artist Mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes that's a little too deep for a woman who's just trying to go on date night Mm -hmm. or a woman who's just trying to show up for an interview and look decent so she can get the job and make a great impression sometimes those things are a little too deep and so better than youtube makeup class platform allows women to come and get the resources and tools that they need to understand to make makeup make sense to them Mm -hmm. and out of that the university was birthed because they were tired of waiting on me (laughs) to put out live classes they was like so when you gonna do this class when you gonna do this class? And I was like, well, listen, just gonna, I'm gonna put together a school for y'all so you can enroll <laughs> and just get what you need because I don't want to be on the, you know, on the string, yeah. you know, always kind of pushing and producing. I want to work smarter and not harder. And so the school, the university um, takes them from step A all the way through Z to help them master their makeup like a pro. So, so far it's been amazing. Uh, I am so grateful, and uh, yeah, it's, it's been it's been awesome. That is awesome. Now, do you have a team, or is it just you? What does your typical day look like? Because I'm like you. We done talked. We done talked about you being a makeup artist. Then we talked about you, you know, out here performing for the people, and now we talking about you being a, a, a teacher teaching you know everyday women and you're still doing makeup so like how do you even do all of this um I prioritize rest so I take a lot of naps (laughs) (laughs) you know I am I am not one to shy away from a nap you know if if Mm -hmm. I if I can rest honey (laughs) baby I rest and I think that that is so important I saw a, a, a Facebook memory that said something about what is sleep hashtag millionaire grind and I reposted that and I said that was so dumb of me to say (laughs) yeah (laughs) that was so stupid because if you are not resting if you are not well your brain does not function yeah I've learned to listen to my body listen to um my creative flow and if I need to rest and think and let my brain rest then I do that but um, to answer your question, as far as what a typical team may specifically look like, like there's no corporation over here. There is no HR department. There is no email correspondence. There's no customer service. There is no booking team. It's all Z. 
And sometimes I feel guilty about, you know, extending or wanting a team just because I am full time. So with me being a full time artist without children, without a husband, I feel like I should be able to do it all. And that's not fair to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, I have to give myself grace in that area. Um, but I have been outsourcing some items mm-hmm. um, to do. And mm-hmm. that may be graphics, that may be hiring somebody to edit videos. Um, and that's a challenge too. As a creative, I'm like, child, by the time I finish telling you what I need, I could have been done it myself. <laughs> so I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to get myself together and prepare for um an enlarged territory because I'm not going to be able to run a full million dollar business by myself. You know, I'm going to need you know, somebody to outsource those things too. Um, but my team consists of really, really good girlfriends who celebrate my wins, um, who hold me accountable, who grind just as hard as I do. So that serves as a, as a um, push of inspiration. When I see them putting something out, I feel like, okay, what am I doing? Cause I, if my friend great, I got to be able to keep yes. up. You know what yes. I'm saying? So, yes. So my team, so to speak, is really a group of good girlfriends. I and I have, you know, you have different friends for different reasons. Yes. I, I have a group of friends who celebrate with me. I have a few friends who create with me. If I if I'm in a brain funk, mm-hmm. you know, they help to brainstorm some ideas. Um, you know, people who, who really support and, and care yeah. about you at heart. So that's kind of what my team looks like. Um, you asked about a typical day. Yeah. Um, I typically lately start my morning maybe around seven-ish. And it just depends on how I feel when I wake up. I might wake up slow. Like this morning was slow. So I listened to um, my therapist. She has a podcast. So I listened to two episodes of her podcast just to kind of get my body and my mind ready. Mm-hmm. Uh, I may make some tea, may go ahead and make breakfast. Um, and then some mornings start off fast where I wake up with, and I'm ready to brain dump because maybe I'm having, I don't know, a, a download. So I need to write down, okay, this, 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 I love this idea, or this is what I have to do. Um, and then from there, I use power hours. And so I'm the type, I'm very distracted and I pick up my phone a thousand times and yes. I, I get anything done. And so I'll have different um, areas of power hours. So I'll say for this specific hour, I'm going to work on this and I am not going to pick up my phone and I can get so much more done in that one hour than I can in four hours, you know, during the day. Oh um, and beyond that, you know, I'm binge watching something. So it's no pressure. Um, yes. But yeah, I get it done. I got to do what I got to do, girl. <laughs> you make it all sound so easy. I need to try that power hour thing because I literally will sit in this same spot and won't move all day. And I, I won't eat. I won't get on the phone. I just be stuck. And I wish I allowed myself time to do this and then I can go do that and then, co- you know, do that. That's a good idea. I'm going to have to try that. But you have to do what works best for you because sometimes you get in the flow depending yeah. on what you're doing. Exactly. It's kind of good not to break up that flow except when you don't eat like you should eat. <laughs> I should totally eat. <laughs> you should definitely eat, sis. 
but you know it's good to to do it in that flow but in the phases when i'm distracted then i need that power hour yeah okay well what sacrifices have you had to make with all these things that you have going on or what adjustments have you had to make during this transition that you're on right now from what is it working you from going from working harder to working smarter um i think it's learning to say no um because i am gifted at a lot of things mm-hmm. and i've thrown so much out there so i've done you know hey y'all come to my makeup class and then i say hey you want to learn how to build a website come to this class hey you want to learn how to do graphics come to the photoshop class <laughs> you know hey yes. listen, listen to my album come to the album party you know i'm <laughs> baby listen i'm i'm throwing it at them yes so i've had to learn how to focus on being focus on being focused and my main priority right now is better than youtube makeup classes building that platform um and making it a strong recognizable brand where when people think about where can everyday women go to learn how to do that their makeup they think about better than youtube makeup classes so that is my my main focus um but learning to say no i've had a few text messages a few emails hey you taught this class this website class you know it's such and such are you still teaching that I could, right. <laughs> but it's a no, sis, because I'm not, that's not where I am right now. Yes. Um, even with performances, um, there are some places I don't want to perform. If it's not the right audience for me, yeah. thank you for the invitation. Um, but I know I'm not going to sell CDs when I get there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's, it's just not, it's not a good, you know, a not, not a good opportunity, but learning how to learning how to say no learning how to pull back and not being so money money driven mm. and all money ain't good money like okay. you 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 can get some tired money <laughs> <laughs> you can get some not worth it money yes all money is not good money so the biggest thing is learning how to say no that's really good to hear especially in a culture where they kind of guilt you into saying yes to everything. And if mm-hmm. you ain't doing this, then you, you know, ain't doing nothing. And it looks good to be busy on social media, mm-hmm. you it know? Does. So I'm not trying to tire myself out mm-hmm. um, with things that I don't want to do. Yes, agreed. This is a great opportunity to take a small break. We'll be right back. We got to pay some bills. <laughs> hey, girl, hey. This podcast is sponsored by the Millennial Wives Club. We are a community of supportive women who just so happen to be millennial wives, hence the name. We are actually more than just wives. We are mothers, we are bosses, we are friends, we are leaders in our community, daughters, sisters, and so much more. Despite the name, the Millennial Wives Club, you do not have to be a wife to join the club but you do have to aspire to be a wife. If you are a woman who has a passion for connecting and supporting like-minded women, looking for a tribe to remind you that you are not alone, and don't mind going places with strangers who turn into sister friends, join us. Just go to the website, themillennialwivesclub.com slash join the club 
for more details on how to join your local chapter or how to start your own. All right, girl, we'll see you then. Now let's get back into the show. All right, we are back. So Z, we talked about a lot of things that you have going on. And I've been meaning to ask you, what do you think your purpose is in life? Um, I did a Bible study. Um, there is a prophetess, her name is Tiffany Montgomery, but mm-hmm. it's, it's T-I-P-H-A-N-I. But Tiffany Montgomery did something where she went through a whole, um, it was like a New Year's something that she did on YouTube. And it talked about really identifying who you are in Christ. And so what I realized is that God has called me um, and purposed me to uplift, inspire, and motivate. So it doesn't matter what I put my hands on. It doesn't matter what I do. The core of what I do, I don't care if I go and kick rocks. There's going to be a purpose behind me kicking those rocks. You know, it might be kick rocks for dollars, you know, to help support women entrepreneurs or whatever it is. But I think that my purpose is definitely to uplift, motivate, and inspire. When I do makeup, I'm uplifting women's confidence. When I um, sing crowned affirmations, I am inspiring and motivating other people. When I am teaching, I am empowering women to take control of their beauty. And so at the core, I know that God has called me to be a visionary, to be a strategist, and to definitely uplift, motivate, and inspire women. Oh my gosh, so beautiful. It's beautiful. You just just know what to say, girl, all the time. And And I can see that. You know, everything that you're saying, I can see it. I can see it and it all ties together. And I try to tell my clients who have businesses like that too, it's like the main thing that I try to harp on is being who you are, being yourself, because that can be transitioned into so many different things. Like what you are passionate about and not thinking about what's going to make me the most money, what's going to make me the most popular, things like that. It's really about you being yourself and just doing the things that you love to do and that you're naturally good at. And that's what's going to sep- that's what separates you from the next makeup artist or the next, you know, inspiration or empowered woman or whatever, like you and that I can see that. Yeah. That's your core. It's at your core girl. And I can see Thank it. you. <laughs> nobody so, can beat me being me, baby. Nobody, nobody, nobody Listen. can beat me being you. I love that. Yes. So what is your advice to a woman who feels like they don't know what their passion is or what they're passionate about? Um, so I would love for them to take a sheet of paper and just kind of keep this paper close all the time and just write down things that they like. And so I did this recently, you know, as I'm celebrating this big birthday, I'm thinking about things that really bring me joy that I really like. And you know, I wrote down strolling in TJ Maxx. I wrote down, I love backpacks. I love apple desserts. These are just things that I freaking love. I love watching MasterChef. I can rewatch MasterChef Junior over and over again every season because I love it. Um, Just writing and noticing those things that make me happy. Traveling makes me happy. Going to the beach makes me happy. And having that list is going to definitely be a resource when you go back to the TGP effect. So listing your talents. What are some learned skills that you have? 
then going down and listing your gifts. And sometimes it's hard for us to recognize gifts because it comes out of us so easily. So we think it's nothing. You know, it's nothing. This is just what I do. What do you mean I'm good at that? It's, that's nothing because it comes so easily. So the best thing for your gift section on the paper is to ask a friend or a family member, what do you think that I'm really good at? And they'll tell you, oh, you're good at this, this, and this. Um, then ask them, what do they think you're not so good at? Or what do you get angry most about? Like, what do you go off about, you know? Yeah. And then that will go in your passion category. Mm -hmm. So think about things that you are really passionate about. When you're scrolling on Instagram, what do you get excited about? Like, oh, so-and-so is having a concert. You know, is it 90s music that you love? And you take that core of who you are and you figure out what to do with it. And it doesn't necessarily have to be entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. It can really just be doing something that you enjoy to have an outlet to get away from, you know, the woes of life. So that would be my advice to actually do a practical, take out a sheet of paper and write those things down. Looking at that list will change everything. Yes, yes, I agree. I love the list. I love writing things down, journaling, you know, your thoughts and like same thing you're saying, like your passions, what you're good at, you know, just making a list of things like that. I think that's great advice, D. Two, one more thing. Yeah. Put a put a prayer on it. Yes, put, put a, a prayer on look, it. Put put a little prayer on it. Okay. Yes. And see what the Lord do something with it. Do you hear me? <laughs> I love that. I love that. Oh my gosh. I hope after listening to this episode, you learned something from Z's story. Z allowed God to use her and direct her into other arenas that she did not know she was even equipped for. Though you have gifts that lead you to your own plan to do one thing, don't worship that plan and become too dependent to the point you are doubting where God is moving you. This is even a message to me because this whole experience with this podcast has been a journey for me being obedient and him orchestrating every move while I trust him with his plan. Hold your plans loosely and hold on to God tightly and do not rush the process and do things your way because you are not in control. Let go, sis. Let go of what you think you should be doing and just follow his direction. All right, y'all, until next time. Bye. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for sharing your story. Absolutely. Well, all right, friends, that's all I got. Until next time, thank you for tuning in to Women in Transition. I am your host, Tia Davidson. I hope you enjoyed the show. For show notes and submission of questions, please visit www.accordingtotia.com. But before you do that, can you do me a favor and subscribe to the podcast? And while you're there, leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I would really appreciate your feedback and your support. And if you're not already following me at According to Tia or at the Millennial Wives Club, you are missing out. I'll catch you on the next episode. Bye. Step out of my comfort zone, I'm not afraid See, I don't want to block what God has for me Watching what I feed my mind, good energy, good energy. And I let go the people that's no good for me See, I'm full